coming soon. The crossover you've been waiting for. Justin and Alexia join John and RJ on RJ Watches Star Trek for the first time, which will be co-broadcast on Trek Off. So be sure to stay tuned for that in just a couple of episodes. In the meantime, go to our Facebook page, look up Trek Off on Facebook, and like our podcast on Facebook. Then you can also go to RJ's and like theirs if you like. But be sure to like Trek Off on Facebook and keep in touch with us because we're going to be doing more episodes like this where we read your comments and mail. So please do that. Now enjoy. Enjoy Trek Off. Warning, the episode you're about to listen to has lots and lots of harsh language, so listener discretion is advised. But if you like that sort of thing, you might also like our Star Wars reviews and our Harry Potter reviews and the Avengers movies reviews and all the things that you can find at the Pop-Off Podcast at popoffpodcast.com. Or you can subscribe to any of these by searching EPN on iTunes and then hitting subscribe. Okay, that's it. Enjoy Trek Off. It's time for Trek Off. A two-handed Kirk punch to your nuts. Welcome to Trek Off. Uh, hey, we're back again. Are like, we? Like two, really? Like two episodes ago, we were like, hey, we still do this show. La, 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 la. la, la, la we're la, back la. for sure now. And then, <laughs> then we disappeared for like and four then weeks. We, then we went the way of the dodo again. Where have we been, man? You know. What have you been doing? Same thing, man. More movie stuff. More, more movie stuff. It um, has been crazy, man. It like, has been and nuts. I've, and I've been doing, you know, I've been auditioning more. Yeah. To get and, work in the city. And I've been, I've been shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting mm-hmm. and shooting and never having any time. But here we are. We're back. We just did a four-hour podcast. Goodness. Yes, we did. So, pardon me eating sushi while I talk. Me too. Um, but we just, uh, we just did an episode of JR Watches Star Trek for the first time. And it was for their 100th episode. And there were some audio problems. And then we just talked for a long time and... Went four hours before we were done. I'm sure they'll cut it down to like three, but it was still super swank. It was cool. We love those guys. Thank you for those of you who went out and like talked to them and got their attention because they were fun and we're now friends. All of us are friends. Yeah, it was lovely. So today, um, we are talking. Uh, well, we're sort of answering some questions. So we got a piece of mail. Um, one really, really, really nice one. One that was slightly less nice. Um, both of which said. Hey, you asked for us to email you. Wait, we didn't get one that was less nice. We got one that was slightly less nice. It was kind of like, you guys never answer anything. But no, we got it. That was somebody on Facebook. That was, uh, no, same thing. It's, it's <laughs> it, We got a message from someone that was oh. less than 100% nice. But look, it was also critical of, I think, honestly critical, saying you guys never answer emails, which we don't. But the reason that we didn't um, up to this point was that we'd started pushing for emails in a bunch of episodes that we pre-recorded. And then post it up. And then after the first couple, people were like, hey, you asked for us to email you, but we hadn't gotten through all of our pre-recorded co- podcasts yet. But now, here we are. And we're going to I be- don't know. I feel like the la- like this last time we actually asked. Like, I think yeah. every time we've gotten email, we've we've noted it and we've been happy. Like, um, so yeah, email us. Yeah, and- do it. So I, I guess my point is, is we are- we have, um, we have been paying attention much more closely now and been like- like you know we if balls were dropped we have our balls in our hands again and oh we, wow yeah we goodness we, that was a really vivid thing we absolutely Here's the have thing. our hands Al- alexia all never dropped any balls let's no. be clear because alexia You're, doesn't ball drop you, when you have the balls so, you handle them really well i do mm-hmm. you you them the the with the most aplomb mm-hmm. <laughs> i said aplomb <laughs> You bet your sweet ass I do. You bet your sweet ass I do. Um, <laughs> uh, did you see American Reunion, by the way? No. There was a Stifler quote you just did. 
It's a Stifler quote. Really? Yeah. Do you like American Pie? Yeah. I love American Pie. I really want to see American Reunion, but I don't think I'm going to be able to get out to see it because it's going to end up being American Re- Reunion or Cabin in the Woods, and there's going to be no question. <laughs> which I'll see. American Reunion, Joss Whedon. Hmm. Tough decision. Yeah, not really. Not really. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we have a couple of emails. One that um, really kind of touched me. So I'd, I'd love to hear you read it because it's pretty awesome. The whole thing? Yes, please. I think it deserves it. I think so too. I thought it was very, very nice. I was, and I was super pleased that we like said, "Hey, please email us." And then like you know, a couple of people yeah. did. <laughs> it was like, "Oh, cool. That's awesome." Um. <clears throat> As per request, an email from a fan. Yay! Yay! I have just finished listening to your guys' podcast about Federation being dicks. It was hard not to laugh very loudly at some parts as I almost exclusively listen at work. I work as a custodian full-time, primarily alone, and eight hours of cleaning takes its toll. I can't thank you enough for this and pop-off, which have gotten me through many of the hours cleaning away. As for comments on your show, as I've said, I find it very enjoyable. I would say, writing this to both, but not one of you in particular, that you guys have a great chemistry. Justin tends to have a bit of an elitist attitude at times, where his own experience seems to give him the impression that he's right, which isn't always true. Hey, what happened to like not addressing it to any one of us? (laughs) Wait for it, because he does it to me too. It's good. Though Though on occasion, he gets me to look at things differently. Most times, though, it just comes across as hating, as Alexia often says. (laughs) This is the nice one, too. I know, right? Wait for it. Uh, Justin is certainly right, though, that Alexia does seem to like everything most of the time. That and she seems to use her large breasts as an excuse often. But, I mean, why aren't they? I mean, (laughs) I'm just saying. Your argument is invalid. My breasts are large. Your argument is invalid. Totally. (laughs) Um... Really, though, these things are all part of a great package. See, he wasn't really being mean or anything. No, he liked my package. Yeah, he li- and he <laughs> likes my package. He likes my, both of our packages together. All three of our weird? packages. Um, <laughs> um, I got a little sad since you guys have been busy lately. Aw. Oh, and then we bailed. I feel so then bad. we bailed for like four weeks. Oh, it's Justin's fault. It is See how I just threw him fault. right under the bus? It's okay. It deserves to be under the bus. It, you do. Case. It's totally your fault. It, this one is my fault. Okay. So for some questions. Did it bother you guys how much shaky cam was in the Abrams Star Trek? Keep asking because we'll, we'll I know. I'll, I'll, I'll go back. Uh, half the time, I could barely tell what was going on during action sequences, though this sadly seems to be the industry standard these days. Do you guys think the original series is better characterized by the show or the films? Also, do you feel like Kirk made an actual good captain or do you think he just gets a free pass because he was first? Kirk is my favorite FYI. Because you know what's up. I'm currently watching TNG with on my spare time and Voyager with my girlfriend when we're together, after which we're moving on to DS9, which you can't wait for. It's great to get all your insight, and I really think my dad would have loved your show as we watched it together as I was growing up. Keep up the great work, and I'm thanks. Gonna, I, all right, so... This is from Tyler, Emperor, Ty, Emperor Tiberius, Ty, Ty right, and, and, I like that Yeah, part. and we won't say any last names. No, no, that's just... Okay, cool. So, I um, say last names. So, so um, Tyler, dude... How awesome is that to get? That was so sweet. Thank you. So let me tell you how I got into podcasts. I was doing a, um, I was doing um, acting gigs, which could barely be called acting gigs. Um, I was doing uh, character work for um, for a company where I was like doing parties and stuff, and uh, and th- some of those were okay. Some of those were were fun and 
playing with the kids was neat, but occasionally I would get a job where like I would my and I got paid pretty well to do it, but I had jobs where I would like they would say you're going to be playing a, a race car pit instructor, and then you get there and your job is to 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 basically wave cars into parking spaces and stuff like that. And I it was the same day that I met actually Daniel Mascarello was the first of like four gigs like that. There's another one where my job was to be like like those sign spinners you see out there now. And it was like a, an, a ridiculously paid. You did that? Yeah, but it was like 50 bucks an hour. Whoa. Because it was it was for character, actor character work, and they hired like the wrong people to be doing this. Huh. Um, um, so I went out there and I did it, but I popped in a headset when I started listening to Smodcast was that day. Mm. And between that and driving back and forth to auditions for hours and hours and hours on the Capitol Beltway, um, I learned to love podcasts to get me through the tedium of that. Now, I'm not going to say that is as hard as doing custodial work. Because it's so not. Because it's not. But I understand putting something in your ears because your day is going to be eight hours long and it's not going to be fun. And, And drawing your joy from that. And I never imagined I'd be on the the, the other side of the microphone because like I'm just a dude, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't deserve the honor that uh, Tyler that you've bestowed upon me with this email. Like I don't I don't deserve it. And and I don't deserve the good feeling that I got reading that email. Um, I am not worthy of it. So, dude, you have like I said this on Ninjas versus you too. I, I brought this email up on that one, too. Um it's is why like why that's why we do it yeah um i was floored by that and i'm not going to bring down the room because i don't want to talk no, so much it wasn't right it was it's beautiful but it's what we we try to we want to entertain people and and i think to to get such a lovely email saying yes you do that you, yeah you make it easier for me to get through my day that's awesome because i've been on <laughs> the other side i listen to a lot of podcasts and i've been on the other side of that so um thank you and answer to your questions. Can we please hit the questions, please? Yes. Um, yes, we, we will, we've had some some love. Shaky cam. Um, yes. So the first one was, um, how did we feel about, uh, did it bother us? 90, all the shaky cam in, in the Abrams Star Trek. 90% of the time for me, no. no. Agreed. I would have to say largely it, it didn't. I do hear what you're saying, though. Like, I definitely feel like shaky a- cam has gotten kind of almost to the point of like ridiculosity like i i saw wow that word doesn't even exist it's totally a word ridiculosity yeah it is now yeah it is bitch copyright anyway, that copyright that shit right that there. shit is mine bitches you anyway, cannot use it without permission <laughs> you cannot use it without Our uh, express permission from alexia um so yeah i recently uh just saw the hunger games actually and i had this very thought that you were just talking like i and I was really jazzed for this movie because I read the books and I was all like, oh, sweet, this is going to be so great. And I really, the shaky cam was so bad in all of the fight sequences in that movie that it it felt almost like they did it because they didn't want you to be able to see what was happening because they didn't have the people, the people weren't able to put off, you know, pull off the stunt and the fight sequences well enough for it to be believable and it felt like a cover like i don't know if that's true but that's how bad it was that it felt that way but i didn't feel that way watching star trek like except, it definitely was more except violent. For, except for one scene and i would say there is a scene in the new star trek, star trek movie where the shaky cam is bad and completely unwarranted and a scene where i found it distracting and bad and that scene is um when captain pike 
is talking to uh, the young uh, James Kirk in the bar okay. after the fight mm-hmm. and saying, your father was captain of a starship for 38 minutes. The camera in what should just be a two shot scene just seems, it seems almost like they added it in in post. Really? Because it just seems to be moving the entire time during a conversation. And in that case, I was just like, I was like, I wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like dizzying or anything like that. It was just really distracting. It was really like, why are you doing this? This isn't that intense. This should be an emotionally intense scene. Instead of it being emotionally intense, I, I found myself wondering what was wrong with the cameraman. Really? Mm-hmm. Rewatch it. I didn't, I, I would have to like watch it again specifically for what you're speaking of. That scene, I didn't, that scene always bothers I me. I never for felt that, reason. that way. Although I, I will say yeah. in general, there's definitely a, there's a lot more of it than, you know, in any of the other stuff. And, um, and it, it makes everything feel kind of faster paced, like as a result, like kind of the whole thing feels like there's all even when like in even like in stuff like this where there isn't really something going on like it feels like there's something going on like yeah. kind of the whole time if that makes sense i don't know if i'm being particularly articulate well as a as, so as a, i would say that in answer to part a of your question it didn't bother us too much about the movie but part b of the same question as a tendency does it bother us i think we could both say that we wish it was happening less or at least being used in a more judicious manner so yeah i definitely i think you know shaky cam isn't always the answer um <laughs> and i think with each subsequent movie like i mean if you think about it that movie came out at this point i will be i will i'll be a years ago i am i i i have a lot of shaky cam in my i know so. i know you so do. so i I'm, I'm like i gotta tread carefully because people go we listen to your podcast and, and then said, your film is all shaky what you suck suck my balls um <laughs> <laughs> we haven't said anything crass and it's really difficult this. like now i'm finding it difficult to like cuss like i'm like wait a minute i'm not I'm, I'm allowed now i can say fuck yes. shit. damn motherfucker yeah because we, we just we just did a pg rated <laughs> podcast um all right so give me another give me what's what's oh, next question okay, please okay, next question yeah, if you could please present Tyler's question to me i would appreciate it the next question was <laughs> do you guys think the original series is better characterized by the show or the films i think i know what your answer will be i'll definitely say the films i had a feeling <laughs> i feel okay so so here's my reasoning and then you can you can rebut if you'd like sure. um uh well, that's the word characterized is throwing me a little. I feel like the characters are all better in the films. I feel like especially the side characters who in the show get very, very, very little to do and and are they get much more fleshed out in the movies. Um, that's true. And I feel like this, that's the truth for the I feel like the the characters, especially the main characters, Kirk, Spock, McCoy. Um, well, not McCoy so much. Actually, McCoy is the exception to this rule. In the films, I feel like every member of the cast is more three-dimensional and every member of the cast is more human in the films. And I feel like in, in the show, they're all archetypes and not people, except for McCoy. Interestingly, in the films, I feel like Kirk becomes a human being, especially in Star Trek Two, where now he's aging a little bit and he has to deal with stuff. And Spock is... Much less, you know, I, I can't tell you a difference between season one Kirk and season three Kirk. And I same for Spock. But Spock in the films, I can see his growth. I can see you that. You and your differences. No, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. You're an actress. You should know what I'm talking about. I do you know, know yeah. what you're talking so about. But I guess th- I don't necessarily think it has to be this big here's, deal. <laughs> here's, the thing, here's the thing about uh, about McCoy in the films. I think he is the exception. I think he degrades into caricature. 
by by the film. I feel like he becomes I'm the old guy who's cranky. Whereas in <laughs> where where in the show, I really felt like in a show full of archetypes that weren't fully fleshed out, that he seemed like a like a real guy. He seemed like he was like O'Brien. He seemed like the only real guy on the show. Like everyone else was, Kirk was super heroic. Spock was very alien. You know, you know, Scotty was very Scottish. You know, <laughs> um, and 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 McCoy was the heart of it. He always seemed to be, you know, th- very much the the guy, the regular guy, the Joe on the show, who who was just an old country doctor who was gonna happens who, to be up in space. Yeah. Um. And 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 I felt I feel like in the movies that really changed, especially somewhere around might be Star Trek five where it became the worst, where it like where in Star Trek five, he just seemed like a cantankerous old guy and very much more so in Star Trek six. It was about how he was old. He didn't seem to have much more to him. I um, don't know. I mean, <clears throat> I th- I think it's it's that's a tough one. Yeah, because I definitely. I feel like. A lot of times the show um, kind of dealt with political issues and, and really... The show was not character-based. It was plot-based. Yeah. It was like a plot-based show. That it did a lot. Like So to say you know, what characterized the show, that's, that's kind of what always, the show always occurred to as being for me. So I think that the show in that case is is more the thing so the show is more characterized by the show and the film are more films are more characterized by the film no i'm saying I'm, I'm saying like my my remembrance and and attachment to the original series mm-hmm. is more to do like, like has been formulated by more by the show than by the films right okay like i i think they're both very close because i think i mean i think the films are really good but I do. Th- I feel like the films explore the characters more, whereas the show explores the themes more. And I think that's. It's kind of tough because I think both of those things are important to me when it comes to Star Trek. So they're kind of they're sort of, they're sort of intertwined because there's. But I do think that even, even on the show, you still have the the trifecta, the magic, of Kirk, Spock, and Bones, um, and I think that just gets stronger. In the films, I think in the films, I, I and think does it, expand to the secondary cast. Like you're right, like Scotty, you know, becomes more um, well, fleshed out and more important, and even Uhura and. Well, I think Chekhov. in the films, though, I think the trifecta changes in the films. I think in, really mm-hmm. to I, what I feel like Kirk, Kirk is, is in the show. Kirk is the is the hero, the invincible hero, and and Spock is the alien by which you analyze everything that's going on. Is the most caricaturish, and and I would say that that McCoy is the most human, and I think that changes. I feel like the most caricaturish becomes McCoy, and he he absorbs a lot of the comic relief that normally would have gone to Spock. I feel like um, I feel like Kirk becomes I feel like Kirk becomes like part hero, part human. I feel like his humanity and his frailty is shown. I feel like Spock is much more, much less Vulcan, especially, you know. I don't know that I agree with that. I don't think he's less Vulcan. I think by Star Trek six, he's infinitely, you know, by the time he's going, logic is but the, you know, he gets this gravelly voice. I just think he, he becomes, becomes more. I mean, I think you're, you're he becomes getting a, He more becomes a little Obi-Wan Kenobi, to be honest. He becomes a little Jedi. I guess. Yeah. I mean, and. I just, I think that they're a little more, you know. I just think you get more depth 
to their relationship um, further on in, in, in the movies, right? Whereas I think it's still there in the sh- I don't think it's some morphed or changed thing. Like, I don't think that... I don't see this shifting that you're talking about and, like, sort of change there. I do see a deepening and it becoming more, you know, three-dimensional and, you know, less archetypy. I guess I could see where you're going with that. But, I, I mean, I still... You know, Kirk is still in my mind, you know, badassery, right? Um, even though he's grown older and I guess is a little more human. He's, think, he's a little bit more vulnerable, I suppose. In I the think movie. I think in the best of but the movies he still he's, seems super badass to me. Well you, know? you see, and I think in the best of the movies, the best Kirk performance is the ones where he's not as badass, but rather he has taken down a couple notches and then has to overcome that. Um and I think that it's it's just interesting. I also think that in the love story of Kirk and of Kirk and Spock, that Spock was much more the pursuer in the show, whereas you know Kirk seemed bemused a lot of the time during the show, whereas in the films Kirk seems much more introspective, and 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 Spock seems somewhat bemused. It's just interesting, huh? Um, but I guess real relationships are like that. I, yeah, I, think I mean, they change and they they morph and they... So, love fest all around. I think we like them both for different reasons, but I think when... I, I haven't hated yet and you haven't... You, you haven't no, d- but d- I think... But I think it, defended if, things that don't deserve to be defended as you do. whatever. Enterprise. It's a good show. Is it? Yes. Is it a yes. great show? The best. Listen. <laughs> what is that? It's time to take my birth control. Oh, awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this literally what right that now? Is. Right now. Um I, I I set the reminder at this time because I'm normally awake and at home. Ah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just sort of generally. You know, speaking. whenever I'm near women this happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's bizarre. It's like a weird thing that happens. I don't know what that's about. So whenever women are around you they're like kind of wow, I don't want to procreate. <laughs> hey. Yeah, you, you could do worse, man. My kids are awesome. So, all right, going on. Okay, moving right along. I don't know that that really answered your question so moving much, right unfortunately, along. but it was certainly... Both loose um, and fancy free. Uh, wow. It certainly, <laughs> <laughs> it certainly inspired conversation. I love the new Muppet movie, by the way. It's um, awesome. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. The best part... Oh no, but that's a spoiler. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. All I've got to say is is it's got um, somebody unexpected in it. Um Yeah. Chris Cooper. I'm just yes. saying. Yes. You yes. know the part? You know yep. what I'm talking about. It's I awesome. did not see that coming at all. I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. It was amazing. And well, then I, like it didn't happen immediately after. I know, I know. It was so great. Wow. <laughs> oh, my phone wow. is being stupid. All right, come on. What's that? My phone is being stupid. Not to do, to do. This is the greatest episode we've ever done. Ever. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Also, do you feel like Kirk made an actual good captain or do you think he just gets a free pass because he was first? That's a loaded question to it which is not. All right. So the, because Kirk actually was an amazing captain. I don't think he was. Of course you don't because you're wrong. What? Listen, go ahead. And hate. Go for it. It's not about hate. This is not you about hating Kirk at all. Sure it is. I think that Picard is a better captain, but not as good a hero. I think that 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 Picard was the best of the captains, better than better than Janeway or. But that's or not Cisco. really the question. Like, do you think that? Kirk was a good captain. I think uh, sometimes. Or does he only get a pass? I, I don't think those are those. I don't think that those are those two things are mutually exclusive. You know, are you you know 
do you like soy sauce or are you a murderer? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, do I think he was a good captain? No. Do I think he gets a pass because he was the first? No. I don't think he was a particularly good captain. I think he gets a pass because he's so fucking cool. (laughs) But he's not a good captain. How is he so fucking cool but not a good captain? Because a good captain goes delegates and a good captain, you know, a good state. you. No, that's what a good captain does. A good captain realizes that it's his job to not put himself in danger, to stay on the ship, to make sure that, that things function. And to de- and Kirk is like, like no matter what happens in any episode, he's a great leading man and a superhero, but he's a superhero. And, and, and you know... Ergo, a good captain. No, a good captain delegates. That's what he does. He leads. Kirk doesn't lead. Kirk's like... Everybody except me and Bones and one other guy in a red shirt is going down to the planet. You all stay here. You do this. You Just run- because he doesn't send other people on away missions, um, I feel like it's a difference between like back in that time period, right? Like space was more like the, the Wild West, right? Like it was this new frontier versus by the time Picard is out there, like all these rules and regulations and all this other stuff has kind of been around longer. And so, you know, you couldn't be the captain and go like, I'm going to go check that shit out. You know, I'm going to go down there, check that shit out. No, he had a whole ship of people to go do stuff for him. But Right, but I'm just saying like, I f- and, and there are plenty of times when like shit is happening to the ship and it's not like an away mission where the captain is leaving to go on, you know, whatever. Like, and in those circumstances, he fucking kicks ass. He does kick ass. No, he does. So he's a good captain. Just because he goes on away missions instead of sending other jokers doesn't make him a not good captain. So it makes uh, him a different captain. Do you follow football at all? At all? <laughs> no. So there's a guy out there who's a football player right now named Tim Tebow. Oh God, this who, guy. Who, I've heard who, of this ta- guy. Who we've talked about. Who we've I've talked about my brother who who went to high school with him and played with him and you know so. Ignoring his political and or religious stances, as a football player, here's a problem that he has always had. He's a quarterback, and the job of the quarterback is to find the hole in in the defensive line, fight, look at the receiver, and throw the ball to the receiver and get the ball to him. Mm-hmm. Now, Tebow's problem is that he, half the time, just sees the hole and just grabs the ball and runs with it. And sometimes that works. When you're playing against a certain kind of team, he's able to move the ball as far as he needs to move it. But a lot of the times he doesn't win games because he just won't snap the ball. Mm -hmm. So he does get the job done, but he doesn't do it that well. He gets the job done sort of by the skin of his teeth, and sometimes it doesn't work out. And I feel that way about Kirk. I feel like, sure, he ends up being kind of successful because he's just like, fuck it, I'll do it. I'll just do it. Dude, that is so not true. Like, cause if that was true, he would go around the whole fucking ship. Just like, fuck you, Ensign, I'll do this. Fuck you, I'll do this. Like, and that's just not true. He doesn't go, Scotty, fuck you, get out of there. I'm going to take over the engineering, you know? Like, he doesn't do that. He doesn't say, Chuck off, get out of the fucking way. I got this. Really? Like, I think I think he does it all the way until the moment that causes his death. That is not true. That is so incorrect. When he's on a ship, oh, when he's on the Enterprise. You're so full of crap. When he's on you're the Enterprise B, when he's on the Enterprise. I'm not being a hater. I'm just saying, me saying that he's not a great captain, he's a great hero, he's a great man. But I think that his ability to lead as a captain is not exemplified by the Just way he Just because behaves. he leads in a different kind of way. Like some dudes, like for me personally, like that, and maybe this is just like a, a difference between you and I. Like I have trouble with a leader 
that I don't believe can go out there and do for himself. Like, I am much more apt to follow someone or to be inspired to follow someone who I know to be able to do whatever the thing is that I'm meant to do, meant to follow him into doing, you know? Whereas, you know, I would question a dude, like, even though he got to that position theoretically somehow, right? But, like, people, in my opinion, get into positions from knowing people, from circumstances, like, not necessarily because they're the best person for whatever that position is. And I feel like Kirk is that guy. Like, he's out there doing that shit like he'll go out on away missions he doesn't just sit all cozy up in the ship telling other jokers go down there and check that shit out right like and i think there are times that he does that i think those are the episodes we don't see you know but like i i think that he's at the end of the day i would follow that dude because that dude gets shit done yeah, but the only people who follow him are Bones and Spock and the guy who dies to oh, never gets a chance to learn his that's lesson. That's not true. The whole ship follows him. Yeah, I just... He's inspiring. He's a yeah, super I, I, badass. I think that he is inspiring. I think he's like Captain America. I do think he's inspiring. But ultimately, if, I rem- if I'm an admiral and I've got someone as good as Kirk is supposedly is and he is an irreplaceable asset, I would go, you know what? You don't need to go down and fight the fucking Gorn yourself. You don't need to go do that yourself. You don't need to go rip your shirt and do a two-handed punch and go bed the latest lady and get space aids. You know, I need is a strong word. But like <laughs> he needs to keep virile. He needs to keep fresh, man. You know, like he needs to keep out there knowing what's up. He's exploring space. Like that's his fucking job. Here's the thing. Okay, his job is not to babysit a bunch of other motherfuckers exploring space. That's not his fucking job. Are you? But here's the thing. Okay, let's say let, the president of the United States. Let's not make it Obama or Bush or anyone. Let's make it completely neutral. President, you know, President Glass. We won't say what he is because I'm looking at Glass. President Glass. All right. Let's say he's a good president. Okay. Let's say he's pretty good at running the country. He does a good job at it. He's got all the secrets. He's got all the plans. He knows all the moves that everyone's supposed to do. And he happens to be the, the commander-in-chief of the armed forces. He should not be going to the front line. He should not go to the front line. Why? Because he's the guy who knows how everything's supposed to work. And if he gets killed, if something happens to him... Now, I'm not saying he should stay behind as much as like season one, season two, Captain Picard did... I'm not saying that at all, but I'm saying that every episode, it comes down to him using his fists. And and I would say that he is a great hero, but I think a captain, I don't see a great deal of leadership and delegation. So I think that, no, I don't think he's a great captain. You don't see a lot. I mean, when he's sitting up on the bridge and he's figuring shit out and they're dealing with the situation and he's having Uhura do communications and he's asking Chekhov to fly through, you know, or, or Sulu to fly through that shit and he's asking Spock, what the fuck is that shit? Like, how is that not being a captain? How is that not delegating? Just because when it comes they down show to- him going down on more away missions because by the time Picard was, by the time they're doing Next Gen, they were like, Picard is going to be a normal captain. He's going to stay up in his, we're not going to show him going yeah, down because we're going to have fucking... Yeah, but we're but our number one be essentially a kind of a Kirk clone. But if so we're, we're gonna send him down on all the away missions, but if to we're bed to women assume, and do whatever else. But if we're although Picard actually beds more women over the course of the next gen than Riker does, but that's another. Be thing. that as it may, I'm just saying. Like the point is, is that 
Yeah, but, but there are you, plenty of times if you were to when, take away routine and and Kirk doesn't go down there. If you, you were know? To, if you were to take away the meta knowledge you have of the writers and you just go, this is stuff that's real. You would go. Starfleet went. You know what? That's probably not the way to do things. And they probably made that decision right around the Enterprise B when <laughs> when Kirk is on there and he's there. Let's be clear, sitting next to one of the greatest engineers in the history of Starfleet, who he has sit down at a console to operate a transporter so he can go down into the belly of the ship and reprogram something. <laughs> when the engineer who would do that is sitting next to him. Because... He is willing to take those risks. I know, but it's people. The, but, but, and that's why he inspires us. But you know what? I would want the guy who's fixing the ship, I don't know, to be the guy who knows how to fix the ship. What makes you think he doesn't know? He fucking knows everything. He's Kirk, motherfucker. That's the thing is I think that ultimately it just comes down to he's Kirk, motherfucker. And I think Kirk is a great Kirk. I just don't know that he's, he's a, a great, great captain. fucking captain, All dude. Right. Like, I will grant you that maybe shit changes over the course of, you know, the next hundred or so years and they're like maybe it wasn't the best idea to let the captain go on all these missions and just like be always in the you know in danger and stuff like i could see that happen that's what i'm saying like i feel like it was sort of a shift in you know not just I mean, if we were to talk about it from a it's realistic a, point yeah. of view i would I, that's what i'm saying like when they're out on space it's like the first you know one of the first missions the five-year mission to explore it's space. not one of the first missions it's a hundred years after archer after Archer, who whose mission didn't have like a set thing, it wasn't like a. It was like the first. It was like, hey, let's see if this shit works, and like go out it was there and check shit out. Hundred years. I'm after just saying, that. oh. and that's after the fact, though. Like when that shit was on, that wasn't the case. Like that's some shit they went and did afterwards. Okay, but yeah, you're. But yeah, again, we're we're talking about Kirk as if he's a real guy. Fine, even still, like it's in the infancy of it. It's still in the infancy of it. Like it's still in the like. Look at the course, like, because because my husband does a lot of sales. So, uh -huh. in the in a lot, like, he's been in companies, right? Where like when he enters said company, like whatever they're selling is like kind of the wild wild west. Like there isn't a lot of rules wild, and regulations, and there isn't stuff going on. So like they can do all kinds of crazy shit, right? And then like, note, as it continues, when you hear the term wild wild west, do you think of the song by Will Smith or the song by the Escape Club? I don't know the second one that you just mentioned. So. Living in the 90s, waiting for the wild, 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 wild west. west. Yes. Okay. The wild, wild, that, that one, or do you hear a wild, wild west, a gym west, Desperado, no. or a Friday. No. The one you said first. We're I going didn't know straight that was to the wild, wild west. You don't think of that? Which one do you think of? The one that's from the, it's from the 80s, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that one. Okay. Anyway, I'm just wondering. I, I'm supposed I, to, right? I go back. Yeah, well, there isn't a supposed to. I'm it's just just <laughs> what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to what's do? What's the now? right answer? What is the right answer, motherfucker? <laughs> tell me. Tell me. All right, what's more? Give me give me another. But but that's that's what I'm saying, okay? So I think he's a good captain. I don't think he would just get, like, clearly you don't think he just gets a pass, but you do think he gets a pass. I think, he, I think, he, captain, I think no, I think he gets a, ca a pass not because he's the first captain, but just because he is an ultra badass. But I think that he's like like my Tebow analogy. I feel like it's bad policy for him to do things the way he's doing it. And that there are too many times that he gets too close to death. I mean, seriously, this is a guy. Now, I guess, granted, we should honestly say that the captains that we see on the show, Cisco and Janeway and Picard and Kirk and Archer 
are the worst captains in Starfleet because every six days their ship gets into crucial trouble that might kill <laughs> everyone on the ship and or, everyone in the or galaxy. Or there's something that they have to do and they've only got one shot at yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like like the other captains are out there going, "Why are these people getting all this recognition?" Like we we managed. Were you the to- one that showed me the comic? There's some comic. No, I think th- I think it was actually was it was it? Daryl. Was no, it? he showed me some comic that this guy draws, and I think he hasn't done that many of them, but they're really funny. Where it's like this other captain, right? And he's like got his own crew, and he's like a a James Kirk light, and like he gets phone calls like sometimes from admirals thinking he's Kirk, and then like he's not. And they're ah. like, oh, oh, sorry, 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 we thought you were. And he's like, yeah, I know. Like, and he's like really bitter about the fact that That's Kirk really does funny. all this cr- this crazy shit and like everybody loves him for it. And he's like, and he's, but he's like you. He's like, he shouldn't be doing that stuff. It's fucking stupid or whatever. Like, yeah. and well, it's like, like, really so, funny. Like, clearly, <laughs> I, I think we're probably watching the worst captains in Starfleet because it, <laughs> like, like, like really every six days, like if every six days I almost burned down the place where I was working, but I managed to not burn <laughs> to it not down. Do it. <laughs> but every six days I burned, I nearly burned it down. They probably not want me to. They probably shift me to another department. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we have any other questions here? Um, I, I think there might have been another question like posed on Facebook, but none other from Tyler. But, but another from none other from Tyler. Okay. Well, Tyler, we are happy to have uh, who to have engaged your questions. Um, I I think indeed that, we are. Yeah, well, I think that I like answering people's questions because it's like it's it's interesting to hear what they're interested in us talking about well, like is tell me tell me where where if i were a person who wanted to uh if i were a person who wanted to pose questions where i could pose said questions right now there is a best place to pose those questions where would that place be there is, a, is the facebook place the yeah that's what, place? I'm, that's what i'm trying saying? to say yeah, okay yeah, yeah, <laughs> the facebook page for, 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 check off podcasts uh, on the fifth book <laughs> you could look us up and you could like it and after you like it you can comment on it oh my goodness and you could say hi. Oh, this is awful. Guess what? What? We lost a listener. <laughs> we lost a like on the Trek Off podcast. How is that even possible? You can we, unlike. We went to, we're, we're down one. How is that even possible? I don't How know, man. Unlike? Who would do that? That's the, so mean. This is because we haven't uh, posted in a while, man. So, um, so we're going to post more. But listen, if you're listening, and we know you are, because you're hearing me say this. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're one of two people hearing us, look. Say that. Please go to Facebook and and click like because uh, if we uh, if we get nine more likes, or I guess now it's ten more likes. I guess uh, ten now yeah, since we lost somebody. Yeah, Shit. yeah, asshole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was that guy that I just called like an us. asshole. No, maybe he waited. He waited till today. Oh, like it just happened? Yeah. Um, wow. That's yeah. It happened like in the last couple, like little while. So, um, so if you have questions, uh, uh, please um, go to Facebook and let us know them. Um, or you can email us at uh, what, what? What's well, the email address? Mr. A would know. Do we want to wake him up? No. You know what the email is. I don't. Not off the top of my head, especially not when I'm. Oh my gosh! It's like. Justin or something. This is the we're so very professional <laughs> right now. It's like three in the morning. I know. Like you gotta forgive us. We're really tired. Right yeah, now. but it's awesome. Justin at Truck Off Podcast and I think Alexia at Truck Off Podcast are both viable emailing t- 
type apparatus. <laughs> here, I'll answer one more here. We got one from Rob Lofthouse. He says, loving the podcast, guys. You recently did a Voyager versus Enterprise episode and wondering if you had any plans to do a similar thing with DS9 versus Next Gen. It would make for quite an interesting debate as I think many people's knee-jerk reaction would be Next Gen, of course. But on rewatching recently, I think DS9 is actually superior in many ways. Is there a single character with the charisma and depth of Elam Garrick on Next Generation? Go, what, what do you think? 90 minutes, go. Keep writing on improving yourself, preferably in public. Rob. Um, <laughs> you know what? That will be the subject of our next episode. Yeah, because that's, that's... A DS9... That's, that's, a, that's a heck of a topic. DS9 versus Next Gen Smackdown will be our next episode. So for now, we hope that you've enjoyed uh, this episode of Trek Off, uh, where we finally got a chance to get back to you and we're going to do more fun things. We, do, we, we have more love mail. Should we do the last other love mail before we... Do you have it off? ready? Do you it have does, it? Yeah, I do. It doesn't... It there was no question, but it was love mail from another um, podcast. Let's hear it. So we will plug them as well. Yep. Like we do um, when people email us. Um, this one says... Hello, Justin and Alexia. I have no idea if I'm sending this to the right email address, but I heard your siren call for more emails on the last podcast and thought I'd take you up on it. I'm a longtime listener, and I'm so glad to finally be able to write and say thank you for all that you do. I also co-host a Star Trek podcast myself, so I take my hat off to anyone who has the strength to record and edit one on a regular basis. I have been a major Star Trek fan literally from the time I was five years old when my dad took me to go see Generations in the theaters. I have to say, I think one of the best parts about your show is that you're not afraid to disagree with each other. Too often, Trek podcasts suffer from all of the hosts sort of parroting each other, but you manage to disagree and keep it hilarious all at the same time. You guys are interested as well. I also co-host a Star Trek podcast called The Delta Quadrant, where we review episodes of Voyager in order. I know you guys don't like Voyager very much, or in Alexia's case at all, (laughs) but while we do try to find the strengths of each episode, we certainly aren't afraid to point out their shortcomings. Thank you for all the hard work you do. Not a week goes by that I'm not looking forward to downloading your next show. By the way, I also want to respond to Schmooze saying that Mr. A should get his own microphone. Uh, I say that will be when hell freezes over um, because... He doesn't get one. That's part of the the joke of Mr. A is that he's not on None mic. for him. <laughs> yeah. We have to yell to him, uh, but sometimes he's also sleeping. So, yeah. Largely I, he's sleeping. I think, I think, I think much like uh, that character from Home Improvement who you never see on the other side of the fence, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. A must always uh, yell out um, to us. <laughs> I do think we should make if he's gonna make points though we should do the do a better job of him being heard so it's not frustrating for you. Guys. And and Jeff uh, Polier also mentioned that Smodcast uh, had a Trek episode on on their recent uh, on episode two hundred one. So yeah, but didn't he say we was better? Um, we are better. He said that only because it's true that we're better. Um, he said it because he loves us and we love him. And as we, we also love Matt, who who sent us this lovely email, and we think you guys should give his Delta Quadrant. Yep. Um, after us after and, us podcast uh, a listen and then of course jr watches star trek for the first time um, JR watches star trek yeah for we've the first we've time. All, we've now recorded with them so they've responded to our shout outs Indeed. and 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 in response because we have called them out and maybe been a little too harsh now that we've all made friends what we we no longer want you to just send the message on some facebook we want you to send them two messages on facebook everybody listening message so them weird. twice what is wrong yes i want you? you to message them twice and go we know you recorded with trek off we don't care we want to tell you that you guys are really really nice guys and fantastic <laughs> so podcasters weird, so dude. that's i want them because okay they only <laughs> heard from like three people 
JR watches Star Trek for the first time, only heard from like three people. And and, and apparently that's not antagonizing enough for there, Justin. There so are a few hundred you of you out could, there. Like, please. So the, the few hundred who are out there listening. All uh, of you bombard them. Yes, yeah, bombard them after you bombard us. Yes, but bombard with us because we like being bombarded. And like all, in a nice way. Like don't bombard us with hate. And also rate us, does, rate us rate us on iTunes. But ooh. yeah, ooh, 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 totally do that. And we don't care what you say about us. Give us five stars. Just give us five stars. But even if you hate us, give us five stars and then say, here's my... <laughs> even if you hate Here's us. our five-star reason we hate you. This is why we hate you, <laughs> But bitches. give us five stars. Um, and that's it uh, for tonight. Uh, my name is Justin on Trek Off, and this is Alexia. Trek Off. Trek Off, bitches. If you like Trek Off, then you're also going to like all the other shows on the Endlight Podcast Network. So go to endlightpodcast.com or you can search Trek Off on Facebook and like us. Or you can go onto iTunes and search EPN and subscribe to us. Do one of those things right now before you go on to whatever else you're going to do. Do that. Subscribe to Trek Off.